What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Construction Royalty Podcast. My name is Irvin, and today we have my good friend Jason Labrash on the show. Jason is the vice president of Grizzly Iron. They are a family-owned business out of Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona, that that do custom ironwork for residential properties, things like gates, fences, uh, handrails, guardrails for staircases, um, and uh, they also host in-shop classes and they do a lot of what they do is 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 unique in my eyes and um jason will tell you why so with that being said let's get to it Jason Labrash, how you doing, bro? Good, how are you? Doing great, man. Thanks for coming on the Construction Roads podcast. Well, well, thanks for having me. Yeah, man, for sure. So let's get started. So um, Grizzly Iron, you know, that's that's a family business. Um, what what What's like your current um, title? You know, what is it that you do right now in the day-to-day stuff? So officially, I'm vice president of the company. Okay. But- I uh, mainly work with the front end of the company and the, you know, we're working with clients doing some design estimating and yeah, you know, like I said, customer service kind of thing on the front end. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, you know, I, I used to do a lot more of the actual design. Now we're just more managing that. I've got, you know, teams that we're managing to, to work on the design and things like that. Once in a while, I'll still get in and drop something in CAD. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, the estimating and sometimes the measuring, I'll, I'll handle that. So, so, so I'm guessing you're you're kind of like me, where you like grew up in that business. Yeah, definitely. It's a family-owned business. So my dad started the company, uh, I think, 34 years ago, roughly. <laughs> and uh, I, I came in a little over 15 years ago, full time. You know, I was working in the company from in through grade school um learning how to weld and kind of sweeping the floor doing all kinds of things and then so when i came in full time i ended up uh kind of stepping into the role of dealing with you know working with the clients more so and then at the time we weren't doing much for uh like we weren't doing using autocad or or things for our designs and drawings so um, I took an interest in that and picked that up and started incorporating that to get us better details and working with better communication with the clients to just make things a little better. I mean, it, it improved some things um, and brought us to the current century. <laughs> How old were you whenever you started, whenever you started there full time? How old was I? Yeah. Um, I was right out of high school. So like 18 so when I, 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 uh, I decided not to go to college. Uh, I did take a couple classes at community college. Um, in fact, one of them, or I took a couple uh, classes on AutoCAD in community college. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I decided not to go to college because I figured uh, I saw an opportunity to go into the business full time. And my thought was just to be an entrepreneur or something in general. So um so I saw it as an opportunity at the very worst case is that I'd have experience for two or four years running a business hands-on 
um, rather than studying in a book and from a professor. Not that that's not valuable, but I felt like it was more valuable um, and I didn't go into debt doing it. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, it's always the on hand, like hands-on experience where like actually like running a business or, you know, being oh, yeah. here, like it's, it's the way better experience than college for sure. For sure. It's, yeah. So I'm like, I'm guessing like the first couple of months or years, like spend your time, like actually writing doing like hands-on stuff yeah um i would say i mean it's uh definitely i mean we you know when i when i came in we had uh four or five six employees i mean actually in the first year i can't i think we went up to about a 10 or 12 um and kind of fluctuated since then i mean but even up until about six years ago at one point about six years ago um, it, it was myself, my dad, and one other employee. I mean, we, you know, we had ups and downs and fluctuations and, and all kinds of things. So, um, there's definitely been different times of where, how much I've been hands-on and not. So, um, I've definitely done a majority of the positions in our company. Um, I do feel like I could still step in and keep up with them. Um, but I also sometimes have to remind myself, like my, like I have to, I, uh, I need where I need to focus my time and, and, it, and it's, it's a, I definitely feel uh, it's more of an emotional thing of like, personally, like, I feel like, I mean, I should be out there helping them sometimes. <laughs> and, you know, like it's, it's, I'll admit there's times I'm like, I'm glad I'm not the one always doing it. Cause it's hard work. It's, it's, uh, okay. we're in Arizona, it's hot. It's, uh, <laughs> and so, um, but you know, the, my, that time that I could be spending doing that, I've, I've, I've got a backlog of work in, you know, on the, you know, dealing with our clients. So I, I need to be helping them too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. So like the, the way, whenever I started with my dad, right. And his like electrical company that he still runs in another part of Texas. Um, he, well, like I, whenever I came in, like I came in just doing hands-on stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. that, that's where I learned how to, like work with my hands yeah especially because the school i mean the school doesn't teach you even trade schools they don't teach you how to do hands-on stuff yeah that's why i learned my hands-on experience and then later on like when i whenever i was in high school i just like studied the code book on my own right um and then and then once i came to like do my own business like i had i had to run a business without like knowing how to run a business yeah my dad did to teach me it was just like the hands-on part um, but it's good that you got like a little bit of like everything, right? Because like now you look bad, you're like, damn, like I'm glad I had like all, I had to wear like all the different hats, right? Because like, like you're saying, like if you had to go back and, you know, step into the field or do whatever, you know, then you can do it. Yeah, there's definitely, I think there's pluses and minuses to both. Like, because us, we're being so custom, it helps to have all those experience of doing things. And like, cause especially like when I'm working with a client to discuss options on how something's going to be installed or how it's going to be designed, like I have the experience to know the right mounting and the right, like what designs work and what designs are tricky, what designs, you know, where, where it can increase labor costs and things like that. So for, you know, it helps with the pricing and all kinds of things like that. Um, I do feel like it's also, it's a, 
it's a, for a lot of business owners and it's something I still fight today. I mean, it's because when you, you are buried in the business and like you're, you're stuck in it. Now you're, you're struggling to replace yourself and to like, and it's like a constant like chase of how to get out of it, you know, to work on the business and, and to hire people that can replace you. Whereas if you kind of start, if you're able to, and it, it's <laughs> most people can't, I don't think, but you know, unless you have like some funds and things, you know, behind you or something, but you know, to build it to where you're able to not be in the business where you're working and, and, you know, or like, in there, and other people are doing the the roles um, like you, it's, it's something you can kind of build the scale. I think quicker, if you can build it that way, I just think most, most trades have a hard time doing, it. I mean, you know, I think almost all the trades end up starting out working, uh, doing it themselves and they figure, Oh, well, like if I can do it here, I can just go over here and do a side job. And then it ends up turning into full-time work and, uh, and then a new business. So, yeah. um, but then that makes it just, like I said, it's a challenge to replace yourself at that point, you know? Cause you're trying to do the work to pay the bills, but <laughs> so. yeah, it's, it's still, man. How, how did you guys like go through that? How did you like transition? Um, uh, like step started stepping out of the field because like you're saying, like most of the trades, um, they just, you know, they stay small cause they, they figure that they can just do everything and it's hard. You know, it, um, it's finding the right people is a huge thing. And like, and I mean, like, like I said, we like being that we've had fluctuations so much of like, of that, like, even at the, the times when we had very few people, I was still trying to spend, I, I, I almost like, I was trying to remember, like, I, I, you know, I, I would try to segment my day into focusing on spending, like doing administrative work and doing the actual work. Um, you know, sometimes if, if, when we do with some installations, some of those days get long and you don't end up getting any any office work done you just you just you're just done um but uh it was always constantly trying to hire the right people that can do the work and that was just it i mean just trying to just and i felt like actually it for me hiring for the 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 people that are actually building and in the field is a little bit easier than the admin part um at least on our side being how custom we are Cause we do, you know, custom architectural iron work and it's a huge range of items and having the knowledge base on how to quote and things like that is, is tricky. Um, so, um, so replacing myself currently is very, is a, is a little more difficult and I, you know, and I've, I've slowly, I've taken, I've, you know, being able to hire someone and, and, and actually bring up people that were working in the shop, um, to, um, to doing the CAD work, um, you know, and then I've, we've also hired like a, a VA who helps us with our design work um, and doing more rendering and that like I'm able to actually offload a little bit of the creative design to him. Um, so that kind of thing helps with uh, just offloading what I'm actually doing. You know, like, I mean, I'm, I, it, as, as it seems like as we grow, I'm like the, the, what used to be like a, I don't know, I kind of think of like a second, like a pie <laughs> and the different things that, that like, uh, you know, like my estimating slice of the pie that it used to be small now has just gotten a lot bigger. <laughs> and like, so, um, so 
I, even as I've offloaded stuff, what I still have to focus on has just gotten more. So, um, just not so the pie has just got bigger. Yeah, I <laughs> got bigger too. Yeah, and that's that's really it. I mean, and so, but basically, um, it's just and, and kind of and as we go, I'm figuring out like what I can still what need to divide up and like the tasks I do because I mean, as a business owner, you wear so many hats. Yeah. Um, and just from other mentors and everything, I mean, most people can really only handle up to maybe three roles in a company, truly. Um, so like you really can't expect people to handle more than three main items that they do. Um, so it's so like, especially like as a like if you're a solo entrepreneur, especially in the trades that like, like, you know, you have sales estimating and design or and then actually doing the work and invoicing and you know accounting you know all that so like you can't expect one person to replace you you have to be able to grow to hire multiple people in those roles and segment it out so and like even at, at like at the point we're at is i'm seeing that i still have multiple things i'm doing that we kind of have to scale so that i can kind of afford to have one person take on certain each aspect um of and break it down still because it the again like i said it's very custom and so it's to try to have someone do all you know replace me right now would still be very difficult so yeah i mean even, even in like trades it's it's because like even in the trades like just anything any work that's custom is like you know way more harder Right. Then yeah. just like regular, like, you know, when you go to houses, it's like, you know, residential, like cookie cutter houses is just kind of simple. Mm-hmm. Hard, right. But it's like simple. And yeah, custom homes is like fucking another level. So like I get, especially like with you, like just custom iron works is like, I imagine like having so many hats to wear is just fucking frustrating. It gets a little frustrating. <laughs> it gets, I mean, it definitely does. And, and as we grow, it's, you know, it's just that, that many more, little and it's all these little things that just bubble up and that you know you're just kind of like man like i just like uh i got a moth <laughs> hanging around i got a moth flying around my office it's unusual <laughs> sorry <laughs> um yeah i guessed <laughs> so um you guys do like mainly residential or commercial or a little bit of both it's almost all residential um there's a small amount of commercial that we do um, but I would say it's all, it's almost all we focused into residential. Um, and we've just grown really by, you know, word of mouth, just organic. Um, and, uh, yeah, just trying to just do quality work and not, not try to cut corners. So I've seen, you know, I've seen some of the designs you guys make, man. It's, it's pretty interesting. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it's 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 uh when people ask what we do, I mean like, you know, we we do, you know, gates, railings, but you know, we'll do staircases and uh we do all kinds of like miscellaneous little structural supports for other trades and things like that that um that sometimes you never even know are really there. Um and uh you know, it, yeah, it's like I said it's a wide range and so like our we work with a lot with like custom home builders. Um, and so when they're, they're looking for, when it comes to metalwork, I mean, they, they, they kind of want to work with one 
company to do a majority of that work. So, um, <clears throat> so that's why it could be like those are custom brackets for shelves or, or um, like stone benches in a shower and then up to where we're doing the panels it's like we're doing gates and fencing and and uh um all kinds of custom things we've done tv enclosures for outside on patios that are mechanized and motorized for <laughs> so, yeah um, and, and then we get into now where we've been uh we've been focusing also on adding a, a structural line um for like actually doing structural steel for houses. Um, and that's almost all residential as well. So um, there's a lot of the, a lot of steel in some of the houses that we build to make the designs work. <laughs> so like if you're building something like a, like a gate or a staircase, like what, like the, by the time like the client comes up to you and say like, hey, I want this. So like from start to, from that, from the very, very beginning to by the time that you guys like actually like finalize that design and like, okay, this is it. Like, what's the process, like time process of that? Um, that about the time frame, like, yeah, like, yeah. or like the, so, I mean, it could be, it could be about a couple months to, I mean, we have some projects that are going on about a year or so, you know, like they kind of seem, you know, um, but, you know, usually they come to us, uh, I'll say a lot of cases that people, will come to us with a design in mind. Um, they'll either have a picture or, or if they're an architect or, you know, the, you know, a designer might already have a sketch or like a pretty good idea of what they want. Um, once in a while they come to us with nothing, like kind of like looking, okay, what, like, you know, looking for suggestions on things. And so then usually I'll, um, you know, try to look at what the style of the architecture is. And this is where just like having some creative, I feel like design, I do feel like my experience is like I'm like half halfway like an interior designer some days because like they're asking me for feedback and I'm like okay well like is it you know like there's a lot of transitional homes at the moment you know like going from the contemporary to transit you know to traditional and that's how it seems to be really popular but like they uh you know and so I'll better be looking at like different styles the, what the style of the house is and I'll give them some suggestions on here like here's what you know, what you can do or different ideas and try to figure out a budget too. Um, you know, usually at the beginning, if, especially if they don't have a design, I'm trying to like pick their brain of like, okay, like kind of feel them out. Like if they're looking at a $5,000 gate or they're looking at a $30,000 gate, you know, like, cause, cause there's a whole range of options on what they, what they're looking for. So, um, but yeah, once we can kind of get an idea and I can usually get a budget and a, maybe a rough idea down, on you know what we're going to build then we'll go into once we get like a contract then we can actually do a shop drawings design and finalizing things um and then then we'll build it so and then <laughs> sometimes the building process is actually like one of the smallest processes by the time we get i mean yeah. as much sometimes it's big but like it might be the shortest time frame you know but um it's just getting it into the schedule with the other hundred jobs that are also <laughs> going on in line yeah. Is, is every is everything you guys make like uniquely made or do you guys have like some I don't know template or something like that where you like will you like show them if they don't have like a design so we I mean for the most part yeah everything is unique and uh, like we more or less try to keep it kind of original I mean there's some there's some things that we do that are gonna be similar um you know that 
we've done certain fence styles, you know, several times over things like that, that like, you know, we found that this is a really nice look and that, you know, Hey, look, this is something that gives you something and not, you know, not everybody has, you know, so we, um, so it's still very custom and it's still, there's still something to, to still design and usually tweak about it by the time it gets to them. Um, you know, there's certain things like, like I said, like shelving brackets and things like that, that we have a way we build it. Um, so that, you know, when it comes up, we, you know, okay, we just need to fit these dimensions. And now we, we pretty much already know how we're going to do it, but again, it has to be, um, you know, custom sizes. So, um, nothing's off the shelf <laughs> in that aspect. So what's, what's the biggest, um, uh project you guys have done um it varies because like i mean we've got a pretty large structural project that we're almost finishing up which is like seventy thousand pounds of steel or something like that like <laughs> uh, um but uh actually that was just in beams that didn't include the columns so that was just the, so it was probably almost you know over a hundred thousand pounds in steel on that one project so um so that's probably one of the bigger, bigger projects. Um, you know, we've built some, uh, I would say we had a trellis previous to that, that we built was like 60 some feet long. I thought that was pretty big until I guess now we're building these like homes. <laughs> um, you know, but I, I, we've done, um, what about the smallest? <laughs> We'll, we'll do things for 20 bucks if someone comes in and gives us a little, <laughs> we'll do a little well job once in a while, you know? So sometimes uh, some of our, you know, usually it's like a, a client that comes in and, oh, I need this little thing welded up or sometimes we'll just weld it and send them out the door, you know, but. Um, so no project too big, no project too small. Yeah. Yeah. We've done, we did a, we've got, we did some, uh, uh, some Ramadas. They call it, they were called Ramadas for a, a school. So it was actually a commercial project, but that we did all these forged branches. Um, it, it was on a uh, on a re reservation for the, like the Indian community, and they had these like they wanted this like, cultural ramada and had all these forged branches out of pipe and things like that. That was a pretty good sized project because um, it was all all this pipe was forged and and then assembled on site. And um, so I'd say that that was a that was a good size one. I mean, again. It, kind of it depends on <laughs> you know yeah it, we've got all kinds i mean you know it, it's hard to say because i mean we've got projects where we'll have um 20 gates on one property one one you know we've got one right now that that i think they have almost almost that many gates on on one house um that we're going to be building is three sets of driveway gates and the rest are all pedestrian man gates so <laughs> so yeah, dude, it's, I mean, it's, it's kind of interesting, like the, the business that you guys do, because it's like, everybody, I, I feel like everybody in, like, whatever, I guess, department you, you're working in, like, in, in you guys' business, like, you have to be creative, mm -hmm. right? Because it's, I mean, it's like, so custom work. So, yeah, I feel like that's, I mean, I can't think of any other, like, really trade that you would have to be, like, creative like start to finish like everybody and you know what i mean yeah i mean yeah there's some uh i would say like there's some carpenters that we work with that do some like doors and things like that that do like almost like hand carved doors um there's definitely some creative like 
similar trades in a different way. Um, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's not as much of like, we're not doing uh, drywall and, you know, it's, like, yeah, it's, it's just, just put it up and it's, I mean, you have the same process, you know, it's just doing, you know, whether you're doing a 2000 square foot house or a 20,000 square foot house, it's just, yeah. it's just a matter of just doing, you know, putting it up and, and you have the steps to do it. Um, so yeah, it, it, that's, like I said, that's one of the challenges of replacing in, you know, myself in this business, you know, of, of you know, being able to have a, like a the kind of the sales or consultant role is having that creative mind who also understands the technical aspects. And, and then plus on top of it, we also have a lot of uh, code issues that we have to meet, um, you know, depending on stair and handrail codes, um, pool codes, um, and then also all the city, uh, the different city limitations on, you know, building, building requirements that like, um, you know, so like, yeah. So there's all these little different things that you kind of have to wrap into one, and, and <laughs> yeah. so. So I know, like, obviously you love what you do now, but um, starting out, did you? I mean, did you always like it, or were you like, oh man, this shit? It goes in waves. <laughs> some days I like it. Some days it's uh, uh some days it's a, it's it's definitely a challenge, you know, and. Uh, um, like, but in the beginning, like when you graduated high school and you got in, like, were you excited to go into the business? Because I, I, I really wasn't. Like, whenever I was working with my dad, like, I, I really wasn't like too excited to be there. I didn't know if, if electrical was, you know, the thing that I was going to do growing up. I kind of tried, you know, doing different things. Like, I worked with a mechanic friend of his, and you know, I just tried to do like some other shit whenever I left to college. And then after college, I came back home. And I went back to work with him, with my dad. And then I, yeah. and then I moved to Houston and I was like, well, fuck it. But, you know, it's, it's what I know how to do. You know, I'm going to make a little bit of money. So, you know, it just started kind of like as a side thing. And then it just turned into a career eventually. And now I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think uh, I think I might have been a little bit more excited at the time. I think, I mean, for different reasons and like... um. I mean, when you're actually working on projects and you get to build things, it's pretty cool to be able to like build something from start to finish and like see a finished product. I mean, that's a, there's a, there's a sense of accomplishment and like pride that you, you just really can't get when you're in, when you're, that you can only get by working with your hands, I think. Um, and especially doing something kind of creative and like, um, so there, there's definitely that. And um yeah now now it's there's it's a different aspect because it's it's building you know we're, we're it's like because i don't you know some of it's doing the solving the issue solving the problems is the is the is like of what our clients are looking to get like that all right like the solving our clients problems like so because we're you know coming up with a solution for whatever you know whatever it is um you know whether it is just doing a, a new stair railing in their house that so it's more open and they, they want something kind of decorative um or sometimes we're solving another problem in metal that can't be solved another way um so that's that's a lot of what i think where i see like what makes me enjoy it at this point plus it's also because we're built it's building the overall company um you know and and it's like you know, seeing the progress and the growth of our employees and, and seeing 
kind of looking at what the future is and how to how to grow the company. That's where I see more of the the drive at this point rather than the actual sometimes the actual items individually. So so I think into you know before it was looking at like kind of the 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 micro scale. Now it's looking at just more of the like the overall or I guess macro and overall yeah <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah you were back then you were like just focused on like you know doing like whatever it is that you're doing yeah building and now it's like yeah i get you like now it's like you're building the whole company as a whole yeah this is just like one piece yeah exactly yeah that, that's that's what i would say now like where it's kind of changed and where you're usually trying to think about that overall like and in, you know now it's also because it's you know, we're managing 20 some employees at this point, you know? So, um, so it's like thinking weeks ahead, you know, like trying to, you know, trying to manage like, okay, like, or do we have the cash coming in that's going to help us in, you know, next month, you know? So, um, because I mean, that payroll is different on 20 employees or 20, 24, or 20, whatever employees it is versus when you only have three or four. So yeah, yeah a lot of people depend on you. Yeah, exactly. So like, so if somebody wants, if somebody that doesn't like know shit about wedding, you know, but wants to, you know, try, try the industry out or is interested in getting into, you know, what you guys do is like custom pieces, you know, what's the best way for them to, you know, own? so with, with metalwork, it did, it all depends on the avenue they want to go. Um, you know, if they want to do like welding and fabrication, things like that is, I mean, a lot of times, um, I see, I think most people end up kind of picking it up with, from a friend, you know, somehow, you know, and, um, you know, if you can find someone else who's already kind of doing it or, you know, as a hobby or something like that, you know, and get, you know, work with them, um, you know, cause sometimes they're already working on a project, help them out, you know, help them on a side project or something. Um, you know, I mean, you can go to a trade school and you can take welding classes. Um, and there's a lot of trade schools that are great. I will say in most cases, the welding classes are going to be very technical. Um, you know, so they're looking at just the technical aspect of welding and a lot of trade schools, unfortunately, I feel like they're missing it where they're not teaching the, the next step of like how to build something. Um, you know, it's so, you know, in, in our industry, it's, it is really lacking of that. Like they, they you know, you can learn how to weld and be a, a great welder um but that only gets you so far into like you then you almost have to either go hands-on on a job like you know and, and and that's another aspect if you know if you're if you're you know just jump right in and work your way up in a shop and uh and so we, we definitely there's there's a lot of our guys that work for us that um or especially over the years that have started with almost no knowledge and we start them you know, cutting and cleaning material, sweeping the floor to, and then, you know, then we'll sometimes even teach them how to weld and, or they'll, they'll stay late with another guy and learn how to weld. And, and before you know it, they're, they're full on welding and they're welding on, you know, on, on a bunch of things. And, and so in most cases, we don't have to be like certified for what we do. Um, so like where the structural steel, sometimes, you know, you, you where that's where the certifications come in, but the ornamental stuff we can, we can see visually it's a good or a bad weld. We don't like bad welds go, but like, but we don't need someone who's certified um, like a pipe welder um, would be. 
because and like I said, metal and in, metal industry, there's so many avenues. So it could be like you, know, you could go into uh, if you go to weld, you get a your welding certification. You can go and do pipe fitting and, and welding and and um, and there's a huge opportunity there and work on the gas lines and you know um, all kinds of things. Um, but the other thing is, is we actually do teach some classes at our shop. Um, that's a whole nother, you probably, yeah, you're fishing for that, huh? Yeah, yeah that was going to be my next question. Cause I, I know you said that like, some of those trade schools are like missing, you know, they don't teach like everything. Yeah. That was going to be my next question is like, do you see yourself like building an in-house school? So somewhat actually, that's been one of our, our thoughts for a long time is cause we do, we do teach classes. Um, our, most of our classes are around, uh, blacksmithing and knife making, um, that's very popular and it's, and that's a slightly easier thing to, to pick up as a hobby for people. Cause they can, you know, get a little forge or heat up steel with a torch or, or just grind a knife, you know, things like that. Um, so like, so, but we teach, we teach that. And, uh, um, but we also do teach some welding classes. A couple of our employees that work for us will we'll actually some, you know, teach those classes. We'll teach. And usually in those classes, we don't just teach welding. We'll, you know, we'll go over the basics um, and I mean, and a lot of people were for, I would say like, you know, if you're going to use the, the MIG, like a wire feed welder, it takes some people, it takes them 10 minutes to pick it up and learn how to do it. You know, um, some people can take several hours or several days, but, but I mean, there's, there's a lot of people can pick it up in a half hour, an hour, and they can be off and welding. And so that's where we teach a welding class, but we'll build a project and we'll teach them how to do certain things and, and make little parts, maybe make a sculpture or um, make a little frame. Um, so we have some classes where we've done table bases and uh, shelves and things like that. So, um, so, but yeah, and like we, our thought process has been like, it'd be amazing to be able to have a facility where we could actually teach the whole, like truly a fabrication course on the ornamental side. Um, there is a, there is a couple schools that teach fabrication, but it's on like the, uh, the off-road and motorsports and all the roll cages and things. So, um, so, which is another avenue of <laughs> metalworking and welding that, um you can go down so it's uh there's an opportunity right there yeah so but like like i said that I, I, you know there, there's there's I, I don't know of any any true school that's teaching ornamental fabrication um or at least offering more of a more than a maybe a weekend course or you know no, no curriculum for it so so what's next for you guys i mean you guys have a lot a lot of plans a lot of projects going on i mean what's you know, what are you guys working on right now um, really, I mean, the, the, like I, I mentioned, our structural side of our company is, is growing, um, which is, uh, which is, uh, something that we've looked at for years and, um, we have some good like opportunities in that, I think, uh, and, and, uh, especially in the residential space with structural, um, here. So it's, so that seems to be growing and, and, honestly with that is it's higher dollar amounts um i mean obviously there's more there's some different stresses and things but it's uh there's because they're just larger projects though um and uh but that also helps to to kind of 
build the whole business in general to be able to scale a little bit more with even the other, the ornamental side being able to help it scale. Um, and honestly, like, yeah, we're, we're looking, uh, you know, that like we're, we're running out of space where we're at now currently, you know, and so there may be a need to, to expand and, and maybe we can, or, you know, ideally if we could find a place where we can build a school at the same time, <laughs> that would be cool. But, um, you know, we're, we're just, just growing a little, you know, bit. And I, like I said, I, we have a huge opportunity right now with the structural that's uh, kind of in front of us in the next year. So I think that that's going to just be that much bigger end on and scaling it. The, yeah. Is there, is there anybody that you need, like, um, you know, specific or maybe more welders or, you know, somebody for estimating, like, maybe that person is listening to this podcast and, you know, you might, you might use a hand. Um, <laughs> project manager is, uh, is one that we've been looking at and, and help that, you know, that just, to be able to help us manage. And, and honestly, it's in our, in our ornamental side is managing our, the, the, the project, the projects that are going and workflow and things like that. So that's, that's what, our current need is, I mean, like, you know, with, I am looking at eventually needing an estimator and things like that, but it's, like I said, it's, it's kind of a, it's always a challenge of scaling and how much we can scale versus, you know, we bring in an extra employee and we have to be able to afford that employee. But we also like, if that employee generate, like a, an estimator could generate more work that we actually can't handle. So, <laughs> so it's like, it's a, just a balancing act, but yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's always a tough one, right? With like hiring people, it's like, you know, can you afford it? Can you not? Like, you know, what? Yeah. Like, is it bringing in more yeah. money? Will he bring, bring in more money, or is it, you know, just like a, you know, cleanup guy or something like that? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I mean, we we've uh, we've, I mean, like another welder or fabricators, a couple of those. Like, I mean, we would love to be able to hire them. It's just at this point, like, I mean, we have the workload for it. It's just the space and the capacity to be able to work. Yeah. Um, is is getting constrained you know without starting to work night shifts and things like that which i don't know that we ever want to get into that <laughs> it's a whole new challenge with that yeah yeah dude um so uh you know if, if that person listens to this podcast you know how can they get a hold of you and, and maybe they want to take some classes or, or just check what you guys are check you guys out yeah um so we're on facebook i mean kind of all over as a grizzly iron. It's pretty easy to find on Facebook. We also have a Facebook group um, just for our classes and workshops. Um, so I think it's like, uh, it's actually called open, like grizzly iron open forge and workshops, I think is what it's called. But cause the open forge is actually a, a time where we have allow people to come in and use the facility that are, you know, more hobbyists, you know, they they use some equipment to work on their own projects. Um, we do that, uh, so certain weeknights uh, in the fall and spring um, when it's a little bit cooler, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm on inst on on Instagram just as Jason Labrash, um, so I'm usually really easy to to message there. And I mean, our we're our our uh, business page is also on Instagram, although we haven't posted much on Instagram lately. It's uh, 
we're, we're, we're probably uh, selling ourselves short there. We need to be back yeah. on that one. <laughs> but the fact is that like you guys are growing so fast that, you know, just word of mouth. Like, imagine if you guys are doing ads too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, that's, that's the thing is like, in, it's uh, yeah, we, like I said, we have more than enough work to handle, you know, it is uh, by word of mouth that like, if we did really push and market it, you know, and we do, we have a, we do actually consistently post to Facebook on our grid, on our, our business page. Um, and, uh, there's some pretty cool stuff like that we've been posting. We post a lot of things from over the years. So, um, and, uh, but yeah, if, uh, if we had more, more coming in from all that, which every once in a while people do, people do pick it up and find it from, there's a couple other websites that, it, you know, that, people find us on. Um, actually I'll, I'll mention this because it's because of other people in the trades, um, is a website called house H O U Z Z.com. Um, well, I discovered it really early on. Um, and I remember finding it and it's like the Pinterest of just home decorating interiors and things like that. It's, but it's just, it's similar to Pinterest, but very, um, just down to the home stuff and it's all home things. Um, but you can post your own projects that like you think work that you've done. I mean, they want professional photos and stuff, but they, I would say we've gotten more work and calls off of that website than any of any, like, you know, anything else. And, um, again, like I said, I found it pretty early on. And when I found, found it initially, I was like, there's no way this is free. <laughs> like it didn't make sense. Like, and they do, now they do have some, but they, they, you know, things they try to sell you on, but, um, but it's, uh, it's a pretty powerful site if you use it right. So, um, if, yeah, if you have a portfolio of work that you can put on for your residential work, it's, uh, it's definitely a great way to find work. So, or at least it, and it, and it's not a, it's not an overnight process. I would say it's a very slow, again, kind of organic treated organically. And I think you can market with it, but, um, but it's, uh, it gets, it get, definitely gets your name out there and branded. So. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to meet the, uh, the link for your Facebook group. I'm going to, so I can post it on the show notes. Sure. Yeah. For Take sure. Home. Definitely. I just find your website and stuff and I'll just think it all. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. Jason, thanks for, thanks for coming on the podcast, man. I appreciate you for dropping all the knowledge. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah.